Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hi, peeps. Hello, 24 Karat Tribe. How are you guys all doing today? We are back again. Yes, we are. (laughs) So today we're going to do, this is actually a signature speech that I do, and it's called, Who Do You Think You Are? So we often, we put labels on ourselves and others either because we see them a certain way or we see Mm -hmm. ourselves a certain way. And then that's brought on either from an expectation on a job or maybe a label that was passed on by someone, a parent or someone in our adolescence. And um, we're going to explore that today. Yeah. So who do you say you are? So in the Harvard Business Review 2008, it says imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evidence of success. So what's kind of interesting is we decided to do this episode and then I was at a seminar just yesterday. And I know, totally crazy. <laughs> and we had a, a panel of women talking about imposter syndrome. And somebody said the internal banner to success cannot lie in we aren't as good as everyone else. And I feel like sometimes we feel like we have to be good at everything. And I think a good example of learning what you're not good at is even Phyllis and I doing this podcast. Like Mm -hmm. we knew we could record, but we knew we needed our sound engineer, Andrew, who's amazing (laughs) to help us because I'm not good at that, nor do, I mean, neither one of us have the time for it. And so I think it's about, and just in that, you're great at setting up the computer for this right? and I'm writing the content for it because we know our wheelhouse and I do not want to touch a computer (laughs) at all. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the truth is we have to be okay with Mm -hmm. not always knowing it all. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to know it all in order to be successful. And I think a lot of times with imposter syndrome, you know, we just think we have to be Oh, I have to know every little thing. I remember when I first started in the business, I, my boss would tell me, you don't have to know everything. You just need to know where to go. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times that's what you need to do. You, you Mm -hmm. might not be the expert on that, but somebody might, somebody else is. And so that's okay to ask for, ask questions and And going a little deeper with that is I think the imposter syndrome comes from the labels that were put on you as a child, Mm -hmm. um, if somebody expected you to be a certain way, if you were the superstar, you know, in sports or something like that, now all of a sudden you have to be the superstar in life right? and anything below that, then you're a failure. Right. And the reality is, is that you can reach all the way to the top and still feel like you're 10 years old and you're just not that great because inside you haven't figured out what your label is. You've let someone else define your label. And I know for me, for the longest time, I sort of sat in the background because that was my comfort zone because I was told as a child, well, don't expect anything from life. It's not Mm going to give you what you want. 
even though there was a spirit in me that wanted more, I kind of like kept it quiet for a little long, long time. And I laugh now because we were talking about this earlier that this whole journey four years ago of starting to write and, and figuring out how that works was so hard and writing this book. And I felt like such a fraud sometimes when people are like, oh my gosh, you're writing a book. Ah, That's so exciting. And I just wanted to throw up. I kept coming to Rhonda. I was like, I just want to throw up. Like, I feel like a fake. Like I, what if I can't do this? What if I had never taken on a challenge like that in my life. And I felt like that label of people putting me in this position where I wasn't ready to jump into that was frightening. But at the same time, the passion of wanting to do it made me realize like your true self is what your passion is. Yeah. It's not what someone else tells you you are. And if that passion has to change because of circumstances, there's other passions and gifts and talents right. out there. It's not just, you're not just one thing. Yeah, so it's like, I'm a great mom, but now I'm a great writer and all the, and I'm a great podcaster. Well, and you know what? I mean, that we talked about, they talked about that yesterday too. They were saying that, you know, we're multidimensional and yeah. that's so true. Like there's lots of gifts and talents that you right. have and you just have to hone in on the ones that are the most, you know, the, that you're most passionate about. Yes. And I think that's where, when you'll see success is when you're able to like, go, okay, this, I'm really good at this. And so I'm going to hone in on this talent. I'm just going to, you know, go for it. Um, and even sh- within that talent, you won't know everything yeah, and no, you need absolutely. to have a tribe with you yes. to help you. So, so uh, one thing, one of the ladies said that, and the whole room just went, Oh, so she said this fake the confidence. Don't fake the competence, which Ooh. I thought, Ooh, that's really good because you know, the, the, you know, the saying fake it till you make yeah, it, you that's not that. a really good no. thing to say. I mean, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a joke, kind it's of like kind of trying to put you in that like, positive yes. place. But, it's, it's well-meaning, but you can't fake something. Right. You can't, you, you have, you have, there you, has to be stuff behind it. Right. You have to constantly, I think that's the thing is that a lot of people like, you know, with all, especially in this day and age where everything's like, oh, think positive and mm-hmm. just, you know, manifest it, which <laughs> I'm all about positive, positive energy, thinking. positive yeah. thinking, all of that. Of but course. at the same time, like you're not going to make a million dollars by sitting in your bed, sleeping right, all day long. Right. So making it happen. Right. I'm going to make it happen. Like, no, you're never going to get a money tree in your backyard. Sorry. Not going <laughs> to happen. You're so, not going to, you can't sit in your prayer closet and not yes, take action. Yes. Because yes. that isn't, that's just dreaming. Yes. That's not going to, yeah. ha- that's not going to happen. So I think, you know, imposter syndrome, yes, we all kind of struggle with it, but mm-hmm. you also have to be learning constantly and constantly be, you know, striving. Like you're not going to be a better writer if you don't go to extra classes or, you know, take on extra things and network with people and learn from the people that have gone before you. And also, um, one of the things I talk about is, um, when I do this speech is parents have this tendency to put labels on their kids. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're the, um, top academic kid in school, but then all of a sudden your child is done with school and then maybe they want to take a left turn and do something different. You know, you've been getting pats on the back for 14 years of, oh my gosh, your child's so amazing. They're so great. What if they're not that great at some point where they just kind of walk away from it or are they still viable? Are they still a great kid? Mm -hmm. Like what do you, you know, you've put this label on them. The same thing with sports, like people put 
all of their eggs in that basket. But I say you're one injury away. Yeah. And then who are you if you're not that sport kid? Who are you if you, you know, if you're a World Cup soccer player and you tragically break your leg to the point of, sorry, it's never going to be the same, which we've seen that happen in basketball and football, all Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And what happens if you haven't trained that child that, listen, you have more gifts and talents than just one thing. You're not a one note person. Mm -hmm. You are someone to me, I believe that God has given you these huge gifts and talents. And it's not just one thing. It's a lot of different things, but you got to hone in and find out like where, where does the passion come from you? It doesn't belong to your parents. It's not the performance that you do. It's who are you internally that is going to make you find your passion and talents and your, and your giftings. Yeah. And I think when you also, when you ask for help, you know, you are enabling others to assist you and that also empowers them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important thing. You know, a lot of times you go into something and you're like, I want to be the best at this and I want to do this the best. And it's like, but when you're like lifting your sister up, your brother up and you're saying, Hey, look, I need your help because you're better at this than me. And you're empowering them. Like that just, that, that makes everybody's successful, you know? And, and I think it's not just about you. It's not about you. And Mm -hmm. I think when you get past the, it's just about me, then the imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome can kind of waste away because Mm -hmm. you can't have imposter syndrome and be help, ask for help from someone else. Right. Because you, imposter syndrome is about you constantly wanting to be something that you, Mm -hmm. that you may never be. That you may never be. Yeah. yeah, You're not, you may not get there. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. And that, Um, brings me to the subject of giving to others because Mm -hmm. I think that's super important is what's happening is we're kind of this selfish society where we're trying to make it to the top. We, 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 you know, it's Mm -hmm. like me, 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 me. And um, what happens is, is you forget that, you know, the world doesn't revolve around just you. It's about helping other people, which then in turn, makes you feel better, which then in turn, you find your gifts and your talents. And then you truly, truly know who you are. And it's freeing because I feel like sometimes we forget in your human, you know, you forget to be humble. And we talked Mm -hmm. about this a little bit Mm -hmm. earlier today too, you know, you, you know, sometimes you walk into something and you become really successful at something. And then you think, look at me, I'm Mm -hmm. so great. And, you know, it's, that's a, it's a hard fall when you fall, you know, it's and it's like, always short lived It is because there's, there's always right somebody better. You. There's always, yeah. and you know what? That's the one thing that I will say that I've learned in my old age. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody yeah. better than me. There's always going to be somebody that's going to do. Yeah. More <laughs> sales than me. I mean, it's You're just, cuter than I am. and you know, I think we, as women, especially mm-hmm. we get locked into, well, look what I did. Look what, you know, mm-hmm. constantly trying to push ourselves up to be mm-hmm. better than, than we really and are. And it really doesn't make you feel good anyway no. when you're, mm-hmm. that's faking it till you make yeah. it because you're just fooling yourself. If you think you have to be the front man yeah. and look at me, look at me because you're still kind of asking for everyone else's affirmation right. instead of just settling into a place where you're like, Hmm, I felt really good about that. You know, I don't need to shout that to the rooftops. I I know that that was good. That was good work right there. Yeah. Like, I don't need to. You don't need the the accolades or the pats on the back. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think um, this generation right now, too, is it's really hard because everyone's trying to make a name for themselves and be their own boss. There's more probably um, entrepreneurs than there's ever been before because no one really wants to work for anyone else. And hey, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love and that okay too. it's okay to be I an love, entrepreneur. That's totally awesome. Totally fine. But there is also a place where you do have to start from the bottom to learn to get to the top. And I think people are trying to skip over the lessons mm-hmm. that come along the way. And that's when you get tied up in um, the me, mm-hmm. you know, of it all. Is it sometimes you have to be a team. You It can't just be about you and you rising straight, shooting straight up. That, first of all, doesn't happen. And if it happens, it's going to be short-lived because life is never a shoot straight mm-hmm. up. You can get there. That's yeah. great. But get there with the right intentions. Don't do it just out of selfishness or for someone because you need somebody to give you that accolade. It's empty when you do that. And also, just like what you said earlier, you're not lifting anyone else up when it's all about you. And look at me, look at me, I'm amazing. I created this. If they didn't, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't have the success of their business. And it's like, okay, well, that's nice, but you still have a team behind you. You you still have the little girl behind the desk that's working really, really hard. And I think there's a lot of, um, you know, when you're, whenever, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business person, whatever, a mom, like you can always be a better version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that means having to seek out, you know, not, not just mentorship, but like classes, like you just got back from a class that you were doing. I just got back from a conference. Right. Like there's so much that I we gleaned never stop from learning. that. You don't yeah. stop learning. And so I think a lot of times people get to the point where, well, well, if I know it all, you know, I've been mm-hmm. alive. How many oh, years? Oh, I've been doing that for 30 forever. years. Yeah. yeah. I know, I I know everything about it, but it changes over the years. Yeah. And how about teaching someone else or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, acknowledging that younger person at the the office or the new person. And we were talking about that too. We were saying, you know, uh, sometimes when you're new, you just feel so awkward Mm -hmm. and you don't fit in. And it's like, how about just taking the focus? I think the biggest thing is taking the focus off yourself so that you can really see who you really are. So, yeah. And it's so funny because yeah, this week we were both at seminars and, you know, we feel like the, the new kid at school. We're like yeah. coming in with our little lunch. Well, we got lunch served yeah. to us, but I came in with my little backpack of, you know, folders and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, hi, hi, I'm Phyllis. You know, yeah. just like feeling like an imposter, like, oh my gosh, I'm here for this life coaching class, but I know nothing. Right. And, you know, your name tag is there and you're sitting next to strangers and you think like, okay, I need to make friends. So yeah, I could do this. Deep breaths, deep yeah. breaths. And, you know, by the end of three days, like I was telling Rhonda, there was a group of us that had all gone out for coffee after one of the the full days in session because we were just loving on each other. Yeah. And it was so great because we were just gleaning off of each other's talents and what we we're going through with our um, we were all asking, so what do you do besides this? Yeah. And everyone had different roles and different careers and some were stay-at-home moms. And it was just amazing to share all of that good stuff. Yeah. I got a lot of good content for our, our podcast yeah. just from talking to these women. And 
Um, well, I think it, it's hearing other people's perspectives yeah. too. And, and we had um, a portion in the seminar where they were talking about diversity and inclusion, and they were right. talking mainly in the workplace. But what I loved about it was, you know, even though we were at this women's event, like they had some men on the panel because they were talking about diversity, right? right. And so we all can bring something to the table. It yeah. kind of, was kind of the theme of it mm-hmm. is that, you know, it doesn't matter your color of your skin mm-hmm. or what race you are, what nationality, what religion you are. Like everybody has a place at the table. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I walked away from that, just that one portion with thinking, you know, sometimes people are quirky. Okay. And sometimes you may not exactly see the value in those people, but at the same time, I'm like, they still we're all different and we're all, it's okay Mm -hmm. to be different. It's okay. If someone doesn't do the same things, dress the way you do, do, you know? And I think when you start to, when, when you really get to know yourself, when you say like, who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. When you really get dig down to the bottom of it and get to know yourself, you're just kind of okay with, the quirky person who yeah. doesn't quite fit in. And oh, you're okay. you saw uh, the four of us. <laughs> yeah. We were so different. I was kind of laughing about it because I was like, we would never probably be friends outside. Like right. before we met each other outside, if we yeah. just met somewhere else, we'd be like, oh, that's kind of funny. Well, like, it would what? be someone you would walk up to and, and be and have yeah. an immediate connection with maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so funny. I was looking at all of us and I was like, we're so different. Different. I mean, we had girls from Kansas City, San Diego, me, Gilroy, like just different places. And we were laughing about like, you know, the different weather and the different, just the way we live. Like one of them lived way, way out in the boonies and was talking about like how, how they live out there. And we were dying laughing. Like it's just so different. And yet we all came together for this one conference to, you know, learn more about ourselves, to help coach other people. And our hearts were the same. Like we had so much to talk about, but I was laughing because, um, one of my friends has green hair, like short green hair. Like it's, it's fluorescent green, gorgeous. It was so cute. And, but I, I was laughing because I thought, you know, we, she's way younger than me too. And I, I thought we probably wouldn't be friends right. outside of this. We're total friends now. We're yeah. like, everybody shared their phone numbers, Instagrams or Facebooks. Yeah. Like we were, all, and I thought this is the beauty of life is that when you can just find that common ground, because because you we guys were saw, all there for a similar, we, we were saw all there the to do ta- something. Everyone yes. had a special gift mm-hmm. and talent and, um, and we had to coach each other through those three days. So we got to hear each other's stories and stuff. And, and so you get to see the heart of the person. And that's another great point because talking about, you know, your stories and I think, you know, a lot of times we hesitate because we're not sure what people are going to think of us. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get to the point where you're comfortable enough in your skin to share your story. You just never know who it's going to impact and how it's going to impact them. So, you know, you, you definitely, you shouldn't discount the fact that my story isn't important enough Mm -hmm. or my story isn't as dramatic as Phil. I mean, you know, both you guys know as Phyllis has a very different story than me. Mm -hmm. My story isn't any less than Phyllis's. Mm -hmm. I've been through different things. She's been through different things. That's just been our journey of life. Listen, everyone goes through something. Mm -hmm. So everybody, that is the whole point of like, when you know who you are and you know that you're, there's a purpose in your life. um, Please know 
that also your purpose is to show light and love to other people mm-hmm. of the things that you have gone through. Not that you will ever understand what the other person is feeling, but that you can come alongside them and say, I see you. Let yeah. me sit here with you with that. Like have compassion. When you get to that place of who you know you are and you can do that with somebody else, man, that's a beautiful place yeah. to be. And when you can have relationship with yourself, then you can truly have deeper relationships with others. I believe that you know yeah. very strongly that when you are good within yourself. And I'm not saying every day is going to be perfect. No. I'm not saying that you're not going to feel discouraged, but you know, we do so much negative self-talk to us. And I was mm-hmm. telling Phyllis that uh, one of the speakers had brought up the Teflon Velcro syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you, any of you know what that is, but basically the, there's a study that says when you have negative comments, they stick like Velcro, but when you have positive comments, they just slide off like Teflon. Right. And isn't that so true? Like somebody tells you something, whether it's on social media, to your mm. face, at work, you know, whatever, mm. it, and they say something negative, it just sticks to you. And I mean, I, I know that I've brewed negative mm-hmm. comments to mm-hmm. me and I've sat on them you forever. And them, then somebody yeah. else will say something the positive nice. and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, I, I and got, then dismiss oh, it. I'm the worst. So I got called out on that. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say Debbie Schultz called me out on that (laughs) because she was giving me a compliment and I went right into negative Mm self-talk because I'm so uncomfortable with somebody giving me a compliment. And she goes, every time I tell you how beautiful you look or how I love whatever, what you're wearing, she goes, you always go to the negative self-talk. She called me on it and I was like, she goes, just Say, say thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and I think that's thank really, you, Debbie Schroll. <laughs> I do think that's really hard. I it's do feel so like uncomfortable for me, and that is my weakness because of my label. And I needed to hear that because I'm really bad at that. I start going into jokes when people start yeah, saying something. I get something. pretty uncomfortable when people say like, something oh. positive too, and so it slides yeah. right off. And yeah. I don't. I I have to embrace that. I. I if somebody's taking the time to say like love your hat or whatever, right. okay, thanks. thanks. Like it's great, you know. Yeah. I don't need to go into jokey like self-defecating. Right. Oh, yeah. No, but I think I mean I don't think that's uncommon for a lot of. I mean it's, I do it all the time. You know, people why will do say we something do that? and I'm like, it's so oh, awful. But, I know. But, oh, this, well, I mean, but yeah. then oh, oh my god, but I was so oh, stressed out. Well, yeah. I, so she was complimenting on my hat, and I was like, oh, I have dirty hair. And, you know, I just went into this whole reason why I'm wearing a hat instead of just like, hey, nice hat. It looks pretty on you. Like, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So learn to say thank you. There you go. So. All right. Well, let's give you some questions to ponder today. So what do you think you can do today if you're having those issues with yourself or with your children? Like, how can you positively change that for the next generation? And, you know, we've talked about this. I think we talked about it in the beauty episode where... Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'm guilty of saying like, oh my God, I'm so fat, you know? Mm. And I feel like we need to start changing the yeah, language so yeah. that our kids don't carry that on. Right, mm-hmm. right. And just change the narrative. And guys, be kind to yourself and allow yourself some breathing room to just figure out what, if you're, if this episode has hit you in a way where you're like, whoa, that's me, or yeah, I feel like I'm an imposter sometimes, sit back, be nice to yourself and just 
like try to figure that out. Like, where's that coming from? If you've Mm -hmm. had some things spoken to you in the past by somebody, you need to take that off of you. That's not your weight to carry anymore. And try and be aware of it too. I think Mm -hmm. that's another tip that I would give somebody is if you know you do that, like I do sometimes. In fact, today I was with my husband and he said something and I go, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say something (laughs) negative and I caught myself and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to say that because it just... It wasn't beneficial. Like yeah. it wasn't beneficial to myself to, for me to to, to and tear myself a, down. Take a breath if you find mm-hmm. yourself starting to do that. Breathe, breathe for five seconds. Yeah. Just breathe because you need to like change your switch your brain. Yeah, definitely. So that you don't react. And know that God's placed a unique position, you in a unique position, and you have gifts and talents that no one else does. And you have your own DNA mm-hmm. and your own personalization. And you know what? We've said this before, but you're, you may not be for everybody. Like we kind of joke about it. And I always say that I'm not for everybody and that's okay. Um, but it is, it really mm-hmm. is okay. You it's know, okay. it's, it's all right to not You'll find your get people. along with yeah. everybody. I yeah. mean, you can be cordial, but you don't have to get along with everybody. So, you know, we just encourage you today to know that you are unique and you are mm-hmm. special and, you know, we adore our 24 carat tribe. So we hope you enjoyed this week's conversation. If you love the show, give us a review, subscribe and share. Hit and that button. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hit the subscribe button, peeps. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, um, 24 Carat Conversations Podcast. And please let us know if there's any other topics you want us to discuss. Yes. And a lot of these topics in the last few weeks have been They've on come from our subscribers. responses that we've gotten um, yeah, on Yeah, go our to Instagram. the 24 Carat um, Instagram mm-hmm. and just leave a comment on there of what you would love to hear, women-related, or just um, if there's a topic that's on your heart. We try to keep everything everything women related, but occasionally we can do something just in general. Um, and just let us know. And until next week, 24 current tribe sparkle on. Bye. Bye.